Hey there, I'm Leah Party, and you're listening to Bare Naked Soul, a podcast where we have real, uncensored conversations about the things we aren't supposed to talk about. Let's break all the rules and shed all the programming that's ever made us feel weak, scared, and caused us to shrink ourselves. It's time to live uncaged, freely expressing ourselves and manifesting our dreamiest, juiciest, and most pleasure-filled lives. Let's do the damn thing. Hello and welcome back to Bare Naked Soul. I'm so excited that you're here. Today is a very special day for me, the day this episode comes out. I am starting the second trimester of my pregnancy. I am just like thrilled. (laughs) There's just so much excitement happening. My friends are planning my baby shower. I'm working on my registry. I'm starting to like plan out the nursery theme and decorations and It's just really, really fun. And I'm really excited for my birth. I'm excited to go to the birth center, have my birth, have my baby, all the things. I just can't wait. So feeling really grateful about that today. And yeah, today we're going to dive into a different conversation around money. We're going to identify our money leaks. It's going to be so good. Maybe some perspective shifting will happen. Yeah, we'll see. So before we dive into that, I have to remind you guys that Manifested is open for enrollment. We start April 3rd. This is a live program. This might be the only ever round that's live. I'm not sure. This might be the only time I launch this. This probably will be the only time I launch this in 2023. So if you've been wanting to work with me and you've been wanting to get my energy and really dig deep into yourself, your self-sabotage patterns, like the things that are fucking up your manifestations. We're going in, we're going in to remove the doubts, the limiting beliefs, the fears. And because this is a 12 week program, you're actually going to be held accountable to stay in the vibe, to keep it up. It's so easy to like learn manifestation and start doing the things and start doing the affirmations and then give up when it doesn't look like it's working. And we self-sabotage, so it's sneaky, right? So this program is designed to guide you, hold you accountable, pump you up. We're going to do cool things like weekly um, little quizzes to like help you identify where you might not be in alignment. It is going to be so fun and so fucking transformational. If you are ready to join us, go to the link in the show notes, check it out. You can always message me on Instagram with any questions you have. I'm at It's Leah Party. I'm also sharing all of the pregnancy updates over there and my bump and all the things. So yeah, let's hang out over there. Okay. This begins our conversation around money. Okay. So to create our dream financial situation, whatever that means to you, first of all, (laughs) decide what that means to you. Decide what that looks like for you, right? create that vision. But in order to manifest that, we have to identify our money leaks, our energetic black holes. If you listen to the, like the last episode, me and Frankie talking about the black holes, these are just, these are just our blind spots where like we're being triggered by things, where we're insecure about things. And it's being often mirrored back to us in other people. So many ways to like identify these and look at these. But we're basically noticing where we have beliefs inside of us that are often not always super apparent 
that are fucking us up, that are, that are not in alignment with the financial situation of our dreams. Okay. So we talk a lot and I've, I've done a lot of money mindset episodes around like when we're in lack, right? When we're in fear of not having enough, when we have just been raised being told there's not enough, right? That's like a really, obviously that's the more common scenario in our world. Um, so we've talked about that a lot and I want to shine some light on the other side of the coin because there is a whole nother money shame and money black hole that can exist when we have the opposite situation, when we have shame and fear around having more than others. And sometimes in our lives, we experience this in different ways, um, right? We, we all have something that's more than someone else has. So it might, it might be your relationship is just fucking awesome. And most of your friends like hate men and are having terrible times dating and you feel like you have more and you kind of feel like you don't even want to talk about how great it is because you don't want to make them feel bad. Right. This can happen with like, if you're someone who's pleased with your appearance and the people that you're around have like um, body image issues and it's like, oh, fuck. I have something that other people don't have. I better hide this. I better not celebrate this. I better keep this quiet. We do the same thing with money. We feel shame when we have more than others sometimes, right? This is a reality that can exist. And it's a very real money block. And it's a very real stress. And, you know, at any time that we have this this, um, having too much kind of wound, it's really rooted in a fear of standing out. And this is honestly like one of my biggest um, things that I know that I need to still work on is the fear of standing out, having more than others and not wanting to celebrate it because of what other people might think. I don't want to make other people feel bad. I don't want to make other people feel small. I don't want to remind them of their situation and, and make them jealous. But that's not really it, is it? That's not really what's going on. Like, sure, I have empathy for people who are in different situations, but the real reason why I often feel afraid of sharing that I have more than others in whatever category is the fear of standing out. And as tribal creatures, like we are, humans are our community animals. We are tribal. Like we are not going to survive alone. Like we need humans. We need to be in groups. And so this fear of standing out is like this visceral, instinctual, how will I survive if I'm not accepted kind of feeling, right? The fear of standing out, I mean, it fucks with us in so many different areas, but it can really fuck with us with money. And so you've probably heard of like the income caps that we create, right? We have a certain amount of money where we could not imagine making less than this amount. And we keep ourselves at that amount, right? Like we know, like we just couldn't imagine it. There's no availability in us for that. We also have a maximum of like an upper limit where we really couldn't imagine making more than this amount. And so we keep ourselves within that range. And how we keep ourselves in that range, obviously it's not conscious or we would leave the range and go up because most people do desire um, a more abundant financial situation. So we would, we don't consciously create this. We're subconsciously creating this range 
through our beliefs, through the things we believe. So these, so for the lower range, it, it's things like, um, there just isn't enough. I just don't have the skill set to make any more money. Like this is like for the lack, right? The lack side of the coin is like, it's just not possible for someone like me. I don't have examples of this in my life. It could be so many things like that. But for the other side of the coin, where we keep ourselves within our cap is like a subtle fear of like, okay, but what happens at the next level? Do I then, like, what would happen if I could be able to afford that beautiful Range Rover that I admire? Like, what would happen then? Like, I say I want it. Do I actually want it? Or am I afraid of standing out? Am I afraid of what other people might think? You know, we say we want X, Y, Z, but sometimes there's shame around it. And so it's really important to continually dig in here and and look at what are our beliefs that are keeping us stuck? Because there's like, it's, I think sometimes with this conversation, it can be like, well, I'm not going to feel bad for someone who maybe was born with wealthy parents and they feel they're embarrassed about it or shamed about it. But here's the thing. It's just as valid for them to feel what they feel as it is for any of us to feel we feel. And don't we all desire, like if there's like a feeling of negativity around like rich kids or kids who have trust funds, which I used to have so much jealousy and negativity for for that situation um, that I really had to work on releasing. Because when we hold those feelings, first of all, we're holding negative shit in our bodies when we are judging people and assuming that they got lucky or assuming their life must just be so easy because they have rich parents and they didn't have to pay for anything and whatever, like making up stories and just holding resentment. You're also creating, like, think about this. Do you not desire for your children to be able to help them pay for their education? Not that there's anything wrong with like not desiring to pay for your kid's college. Like that's not required for you to do that. You're required to keep them alive. (laughs) But most people do desire to give their child a great education, maybe live in a good school district or send the kids to private school or have the freedom to homeschool and be able to like buy their kid organic food. And maybe their kid wants to study abroad and how cool would it be to be able to support that dream for them? Like we want to provide our kids with nice, nice realities, right? That's typically most people's mindset. So if you are someone who wants that for your kid, but you are embarrassed that you have that, feeling shame that you have more than others or that you were raised, maybe your friends were judging you because you had more than others or you tried to downplay it and hide what your family had, or you're judging those people, you're resentful of those people. Either way, you're limiting yourself from creating your dream financial reality because there's a freaking black hole there, right? There's a fear of having excess for whatever reason. There's a discomfort with having excess. If you're, if you're in the, the side, and I know I was going to like cover the one side today and I'm kind of like, now I'm kind of giving both examples, but if you're in the side where you feel like you've kind of only known lack, And there's resentment around people who just seem to have gotten lucky financially. And you think, well, I'm not 
blocking money, like I'll take the fucking money, right? Because usually that's the situation. Like we all think we would take the money, but you're going to subconsciously self-sabotage your results and financially if there is that discomfort with people that have it, you know, we have to really clear up these beliefs. We have to look at them. We have to like dig in here. We have to journal on these things and find like, what are my black holes with money? Where is my shame around money? Is it not having enough? Is it having too much? What would I like if I'm looking at my desires? Is there any hidden fear around having that? What do I think might go wrong if I had that? Is there anything there that needs cleared up? And once we start identifying these these energetic black holes, these money leaks, these things like that, um, then we can start to really heal it. And one of the most powerful ways that I like to work on this is um, EFT tapping. If anyone's familiar, I love Brad Yates on YouTube. Um, Gala Darling also has a ton of tapping videos. She's so cool. If you guys don't know who she is. Um, yeah, you can just YouTube like tapping videos for different topics. And it's just a really powerful system to clear beliefs. And then we cre create new ones. We sink into new ones. But we always have to stay on top of our self-sabotage because it's, it's like it's lurking there unconsciously ready to pounce at us whenever we start to make change. So becoming super aware of how your self-sabotage patterns show up is really important. This is so much of the deep work we're going to be doing in Manifested because it's it's one thing to have a vision board and have affirmations and be like, okay, I want this thing. I'm taking these steps, but not realize the subtle ways we're holding ourselves back. But if we can be super aware, if we can continue to work on our awareness, if we can continue to notice when we're not feeling good around a subject like money, noticing jealousy, noticing envy, noticing shame within ourselves, noticing if we're uncomfortable with someone paying for something for us, or maybe we have the means to pay for someone else, but we hold back or we're worried how they're going to respond to it, right? When we become a clear channel for money, being a clear channel for money, being able to call in what you desire, when you desire what that really takes is clearing up all these little like triggers and uncomfortable moments that occur into being able to just say, I know what's aligned for me. If someone wants to pay for me for something, thank you. I'm going to receive that. If I want to pay for someone for something, their discomfort is not on me, right? Clearing it out, noticing it. Noticing it, forgiving it, taking the action you wanted to take anyways. That's how we move through our self-sabotage. Taking the action we really, really, truly believe is aligned for us, even though it's so uncomfortable. And continuing to do that. And continuing and continuing and continuing to do that. Whether or not we're worried it's too much. Whether or not we're worried it's going to make someone else uncomfortable. Pushing through. So I hope today you maybe, I mean, hopefully you guys are clear channels and nothing came up and you're like, fuck all this. I got this. This is nothing like none of this bothers me. Cool. That's amazing. But 
maybe you identified something where you're like, ooh, I got to work on that. I do kind of feel icky in some situations financially. And the coolest part about manifestation and this whole process is like, it's not about getting the external result, really. It's about healing internally and living a free life where you just feel good, where you just aren't triggered all the time, where you don't have to be so reactive to life, where life doesn't feel like it's full of drama. That is that is the real win here. And it's it ties right in with the outer results, right? It always ties right in. But life doesn't have to feel difficult. Life doesn't have to feel like a struggle. <sighs> it can be full of ease. Okay, that's where I'm leaving you guys today. I love you so much, and I'll see you next week.